Welcome to the Jim Miller Podcast. Uh, I'm going to be taking this podcast in a, in a slightly different direction now. I'm going to be doing um, monologues, uh, nice little short ones, keep it short and sweet. And uh, maybe every month or so we're going to start doing the uh, the party cast back again and um, get everybody in here. But uh, schedules are a little bit crazy, so um, today's just me talking. So enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to the Jim Miller Podcast. Uh, I think I'm going to have to change the name. Um, so, it, it, it's a little pretentious to me. Um, so, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take this in a little bit of, of a different direction than I have been doing. Um, we have been doing kind of that party cast. Um, and it's been too difficult to get everybody together. So, I'm going to use this more as a... As a... Uh, like monologue um, and kind of a solo thing. I'm, I'm probably going to try to have some people on, but I want to, I have a tough time having a conversation with people over Skype. I don't want this, I don't want to interview people. I want to have a conversation with people. So um, I'll see if I can get comfortable doing that and, and uh, having some people on, you know, and, and uh, when Pat and uh, the D's and the old man are uh, available, then, uh, then we'll do the party cast, you know, if there's something going on too, and maybe like once a month type thing. Um, but this way, I should be able to get out a couple of these a week. You know, I'm going to keep them nice and short. Um, but yeah, so then if it's just me sitting here in front of a, a, a microphone, calling it the Jim Miller podcast sounds a little weird to me. Uh, so I think I might be uh, changing that slightly. But uh, anyway, um, I wanted to I wanted to kind of touch on the uh, the weigh-in thing right now. Okay, so Dana said the other day that they were going to get rid of the early weigh-ins uh, and go back to the four o'clock weigh-in, and um, because of the 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 amount of fighters that are missing weight lately. In the beginning, fighters made weight. Now it seems that uh, fighters are missing weight, and they're blaming the early weigh-in. Um, and I joked about it on social media. I, I, I put up a little video saying, uh, that, you know, is bullshit and stuff like that, but basically making a joke out of it. And it, uh, I, I am disappointed in it because honestly, I feel that the early weigh-ins is probably the best thing that the UFC has done for not only fighter safety, but performance. Uh, that extra time that you have to recover is nice. Now you could, you know, with the early weigh-ins, you can, you can, uh, eat some breakfast, take a nap, you know, relax, let your body adjust to coming back to, to, to food and to water. Um, and then still have time for, you know, dinner and stuff like that. Um, I prefer having breakfast as my first meal after a weight cut. It, it uh, and it's definitely a lot harder to do that at six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night. Uh, so I, I, I'm definitely a fan of the morning weigh-ins. And and the thing is, is, I've said it in interviews when when they first started the morning weigh-ins, the toughest part of it and the the biggest thing to get over is that your weigh-in is a few hours earlier now. You know, if you go from 11 o'clock to 4 o'clock, 
a four o'clock weigh-in, you pretty much have to be on weight, let's say two o'clock. Um, there are plenty of times where it's been downstairs ready to go to weigh-ins at 1.30, but I'd probably average it about, about two o'clock. So you had to be on weight at two o'clock and downstairs and ready to go. So that's three hours, three hours that you weren't able to cut anymore. So that means you'd have to get up three hours earlier to have, to lose the same amount of weight and do it in the same fashion. And that was a little bit hard to get to get over uh, having to start earlier in the morning and, and, and not having as much time awake. Who the fuck wants to get up at four o'clock in the morning to start a weight cut uh, when you were just getting done at, at midnight? Um, that's physically intensive and that's stressful on us as fighters. Um, so it, the, the, that was the big hump to get over that extra time. Uh, and I, I feel that now fighters, the, the reason that you've got quite a few fighters that are missing weight is that there's really no punishment this weekend. We've got UFC 225. Uh, in Chicago, Yo Romero is fighting for the title off of missing weight by a few pounds. If he was, you know, he, he was he had thirty percent or twenty percent or whatever, you know, deducted from his purse um, when he fought Rockhold, he's making up for that by fighting for the title this weekend. He's making more money by being successful and not having to lose that extra pound, those extra couple pounds, not having to put the extra work in, um, and potentially feeling worse on fight night. So he's he's not being punished. He's being rewarded. You know, I, my hat's off to, to Darren Till for saying that he doesn't deserve the title shot off of missing weight, you know, the that I completely commend that. That is a hundred percent sportsmanship and respect for the sport and respect for the other fighters and everything. Um, he probably still will get the title shot because you know if if Dana comes knocking on his door saying you want it, he's going to take it, uh, and they probably will give it to him. Um, it, it's just yeah, the, the 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 fighters aren't being punished. You shouldn't be able to get more opportunity. If you miss weight and then uh, and then still win and which this year, I think only one fighter that has missed weight has uh, has lost. So, um, you know, those extra couple of pounds, they those are the hard ones. Those are the ones that matter. Those are the ones that, you know, a good weight cut and a bad weight cut is a pound, a pound or two, uh, you know, at that starting point. So those last couple are the really difficult ones. Um you know, and, and and that's like, that's the problem. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> uh, and that that was one of the problems with with the early weigh-ins is you don't know if it's going to be a bad weight cut until that last session. In most cases, um, you know, uh, when I fought Anthony Pettis, I was dealing with a couple things that you know, the the weight was just not coming off me in the weeks prior, um, so. I felt a little bit heavier. I didn't come into to fight week any heavier, but I I was the last couple weeks, the last two three weeks, I was a little bit heavier. Uh, I began my weight cut. I did everything like I normally do, and I was heavier the day before. You know, so weigh-ins were weighed in at nine or whatever. 
um, at like four o'clock, five o'clock the previous day. I was I was a couple pounds heavier than I normally am, um, or than I had ever been. So I did an extra round. I I, I did the extra work. I I did a round in the bath, did an hour in the bath early, and then took some time off, and then did another one later at night, um, and then, you know, and then did my cut in the morning, so that I made weight. I put the extra work in because I knew it was going to be a little more difficult. If I didn't do that first one, I might not have made weight. I might not have had enough time in the morning to make the weight, so, um, that, but that's the thing that, you know, I hold myself accountable to it. I, I, I want to make weight. I demand that I make weight out of myself because that's what I'm signing on to do. It's part of my obligation. Uh, you know, but it, uh, I I really think that the fact that fighters aren't being punished for missing weight is what's causing guys to miss weight. And, and, uh, like I said, it's not the, it's not the extra couple hours of recovery. That's the big thing. The biggest thing, the biggest reason that the morning weigh-ins is the, the, best thing for us as fighters is that we don't have to do a public weigh-in for our our official weigh-in. That public thing is just a dog and pony show and it's easy because you're hydrated, you're fed. If you had to go downstairs at two o'clock to get on a bus to go someplace and sit around, I've been on bus rides that were half an hour. When Dan fought in Brazil, it was over an hour that you're sitting on a bus in traffic in Rio on weight. That added stress takes away from your ability the next day to fight. Uh, that right there. You know, when I fought Benson Henderson, we we, we, we had our weigh-ins at the uh, Harley-Davidson headquarters outside. <clears throat> you're sitting outside in the grass under a tent getting swarmed by gnats and shit. For a good hour before the weigh-ins go on, because they want you there early, just in case anything happens, you got to see the commission beforehand and all that crap. Uh, so you're just sitting there miserable, and it's taking it out of you. The, if there's going to be weigh-ins like this, you want it to be that you you are on weight for as short a time as possible. So that's the that's the best thing right now. You you make weight, you walk downstairs, you step on the scale, you start rehydrating. Unless you're in New York because then they want to do an hour-long friggin' doctor's visit before you get to step on the scale. Let us step on the scale first. Let us step on the scale. Let us be drinking some water, drinking some Pedialyte, whatever, uh, while while you take our friggin' heart rate and ask us a million questions. Going back to the to, to the old style lanes, it's, it's just... It's going to make performances suffer especially now that without the iv as well um you know me personally i would i would much rather you guarantee me that my opponent is blood doping and i'm not i'd still rather have the iv my brain health is more important to me and, and fighting as hydrated as i can is more important to me than you know somebody cheating um, and that's the only reason, that's the only reason that they took IVs away. That's the only thing that they're afraid of people doing is, is blood doping. So they have, uh, some more cardio, right? But, uh, 
like I said, I'd rather have my brain at least as close to, to normal as possible. Um, I think the most ideal situation would be to adopt, uh, the one FC style of weigh-ins, um, do hydration tests and weigh-ins throughout camp, you know, that fight week, you're still hydrating and, and you, you have to be on weight fully hydrated. You have to be at a certain level and, and, uh, for the safety of us, that that is the best thing. But if we're going to keep this this way and structure that we have, at least for now, I'd like to see that switch happen. Um, if you're going to keep this, go in, go into the 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 evening weigh-ins, the public weigh-ins, the 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 pain in the ass, the drag us on a bus, dehydrated. I mean, there are plenty of times where it's like I'm sitting on a sitting in a van or on a bus, and it's like, man, if this thing, if this thing gets into an accident we get into an accident i am i'm i'm cracking <laughs> i'm gonna start drinking some water like I, I can't i can't take it i can't take it where now it's like all right go downstairs weigh in boom you're good and all right when we do that when we do that stuff later you're you're hydrated you're you're feeling good um i just yeah i'm not, I'm not a fan of going back i don't i don't want to go back all right it's uh i honestly feel that this is probably going switching that and going going to the to making Wayne's easier like that is the best thing that the UFC has done for our safety and performance All right um that's pretty much all I got to say about that All right um so yeah so I wanted to come on and, and basically just touch on that um and 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 touch on it a bit more than I did in my my Instagram post and stuff like that. So, um, but I woke up to to some pretty pretty deep news uh, this morning and <clears throat> the uh, the passing of, of Anthony Bourdain um, this morning and and that uh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one for me. You know, um, I never had the opportunity to f- really formally meet him. Um, I've shaken his hand a couple times uh, when I fought Lozon at uh, at UFC 155. Came walking out of the out of the octagon, saw him, you know, just recognized him. So I walked up to him and uh, you know and shook his hand and uh, told him I was a fan of his and stuff like that and and uh, you know had to had to keep going to the back so. Um, and then, uh, a couple years later, we were, uh, having some conversations, uh, with some, some networks about a, a potential show about beer. Um, so I, I reached out to him, um, and, uh, you know, we corresponded through email for a little bit and, and, uh, he was nice enough to give me, uh, give me all the answers that, uh, you know, that I was asking for and, and give me some really good insight into into the industry and, um, how big beer is, uh, tries to control, <laughs> tries to control TV. So, uh, we, we ended up opting out of that one because it would have squashed us. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but, uh, to hear about, you know, him committing suicide is, is, is tough. Um, I, 
personally don't feel that that's ever the answer. Um, as an as a as a parent, my job is to protect my children and to educate my children and and to do that as long as I can and and you know to 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 jump in front of a bus if it needs to be, right? To to have today be my last day for my children if it need if that's the way it needs to be. Obviously, I try to keep them out of those situations and, and educate them so that they don't get into those situations, but. That's what I'm here for. 34 years old, lived a pretty damn good life up to this point. Can't complain. You know, I would much rather my kids go on than me if I had the option. And, and uh, to take that way out when you have a daughter, uh, you know, that's still young. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just, I don't see that as the, as the answer. And... Uh, the only way that I could see that as as the possibility and, and uh, kind of justify that is if you felt like you were becoming an, a, a danger to your family, your kids. Um, but yeah, it's some heavy, heavy shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So... Like I said, moving forward, um, I'm going to try to just do some quick ones here. Um, I threw everything together here real fast. So uh, I haven't really tested out the audio on this one um, too much. So hopefully I, I turn the gain up enough that it sounds good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, we're still playing. We're still going. Um so anything you know that pops up in MMA, I'll, I'm gonna give my side on it. You know what? Screw being, screw being, uh, you know, super quiet about it. You know, might as well uh, voice my opinion and and uh, and put it out there and uh, potentially some things on pop culture. So we shall see. So um, yeah, thank you for tuning into the Jim Up podcast, and uh, I will catch you guys next time. Thank you for tuning into the Jim Miller Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and to like and share uh, so I can keep bringing you more. And also check out JimMillerMMA.com and stay up to date with everything I got going on. Thanks.